98K News. It's 1 o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The top stories. Foreign Minister Wang Yi tells the United Nations peace talks are the way to end the Ukraine conflict. Rights groups say more than 700 people have been arrested in Russia at demonstrations against the war in Ukraine. And an NGO raises the alarm over a dramatic rise in child abuse cases during the pandemic. Beijing says it supports all efforts toward the peaceful resolution of the Ukraine crisis. Foreign Minister Wang Yi was addressing the United Nations General Assembly. Aaron Tam reports. Wang Yi stressed that the pressing priority now was to facilitate peace talks. He said the security concerns of all parties involved must be addressed. China supports all efforts conducive to the peaceful resolution of the Ukraine crisis. The pressing priority is to facilitate talks for peace. The fundamental solution is to address the legitimate security concerns of all parties. We call on all those concerned to keep the crisis from spilling over. Mr Wang also said the legitimate rights and the interests of developing countries should be protected. The foreign minister's address comes after an acknowledgement last week when Russian President Vladimir Putin said President Xi Jinping had concerns about Ukraine. Human rights groups say more than 700 people have been arrested in anti-war demonstrations across Russia. There have been a series of protests since President Putin announced that 300,000 reservists would be sent to fight in Ukraine. He's now signed new measures into law which impose harsh punishments on anyone refusing to fight. Speaking in Russian, President Zelensky called on Russian soldiers to surrender. Ukraine guarantees three things to every Russian soldier who surrenders. Firstly, you will be treated in a civilized manner, in accordance with all conventions. Secondly, no one in Russia will know that you surrendered voluntarily. Thirdly, if you are afraid to return to Russia and do not want to be exchanged, we will find a way to make provisions for that too. A member of the executive committee of the NGO Against Child Abuse has warned of a surge in child abuse cases amid the pandemic. There were 1,360 such cases reported last year, a jump of 40% from 2020. Speaking on a radio program, Dr. Anna Cheng from the United Christian Hospital said child abuse is a sign the family needs professional help. Suspected child abuse is a sign that the family needs help. We have to understand the difficulties and background of the family with the help of doctors, social workers and psychologists. It will take some time to talk with the family, do some research and examine the child's condition at the hospital. And then we'll hold an interprofessional meeting within 10 days to determine whether it is a high-risk case and whether it involves child abuse. Health Minister Lo Chong Mao says it's not suitable to scrap inbound travel restrictions at the moment because there's a need to stay vigilant while there are new COVID variants emerging overseas. Back in February, before he joined the government, Dr. Lo once said that living with the virus the way overseas countries do would be a way to go to hell together. He was asked during a TVB program whether the government's relaxation of the travel rules goes against what he said back then. Since I said that, more than 9,000 people have died. This has been much worse than any other epidemic. This was what happened in February. Since then, many things have changed. Our vaccination rate is far higher. Our ability to deal with COVID and our hospital system are far stronger. More importantly, indeed, many of our elderly people have died. I don't want to keep arguing about this. 
A medical expert from the Hong Kong University has expressed concern that serious flu outbreaks may pose a bigger threat this winter than COVID. Ivan Hung noted that the local vaccination and, and infection rates for COVID are high, but with a low jab rate for the flu, Professor Hung says there could be a major surge in flu cases as travel restrictions ease. Overall, the community antibody is, is very low, and that of course, with the relaxation of the infection control measures and also the social distancing, there will be a very high risk, especially very young children who have not encountered the influenza virus before. Professor Hung called on the elderly and young children to get flu jabs, adding that he thinks Hong Kongers should wear masks every winter to protect against the flu and upper respiratory tract infections. And to the weather forecast, mainly fine and dry this afternoon with moderate east to northeasterly winds. Currently, temperature is 32 degrees with the relative humidity 66%. Yellow fire danger warning is in force. You're listening to the news on RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says local exports will continue to be under pressure because of a precarious economic situation overseas. He says last month's export figures, to be announced soon, have further worsened after three months of contraction. Writing in his weekly blog, Mr. Chan said market fluctuations and downward pressures for asset prices will continue amid a rise in borrowing costs. But he says with easing travel restrictions locally, Hong Kongers should be prepared for for a return to normality so as to seize economic recovery opportunities. Overseas, there are reports from several cities in Iran of more clashes between anti-government protesters and the police. Images have appeared on social media showing protesters hurling petrol bombs at security forces. According to officials, at least 41 people have been killed since the unrest began eight days ago. The BBC's Kazra Naji reports. It's getting bigger and bigger in terms of geographical sort of areas. Also, there's a new tactic in terms of people sort of not congregating in one place or two places, but they are spreading across the city. The last big nationwide protests that we had three and a half years ago, some 1,500-plus people were killed. Thousands of people were jailed and arrested. So the potential for a bloodbath is there. North Korea has fired a single short-range ballistic missile into the sea off its east coast. It's the first such test since June. Japan said it fell outside of Japanese territorial waters. The firing comes after a U.S. aircraft carrier arrived in South Korea to take part in joint exercises. The Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, has said the military will be deployed to help the province of Nova Scotia recover from damage caused by Tropical Storm Fiona. Mr. Trudeau also said help had been offered to the other four provinces, which were pummeled by ferocious winds yesterday, leaving hundreds of thousands of people without power. We have long-standing economic and political relations with Saudi Arabia. It is therefore right. We're seeing devastating images come out of Porto Basque. PEI has experienced storm damage like they've never seen. Cape Breton is being hit hard too, as is Quebec. There have been evacuation orders issued. Hundreds of thousands of people are without power. There are reports of roads washed out and homes destroyed. This is a very powerful and dangerous storm.
And to sports, football, Arsenal thrashed Spurs 4-0 in front of a women's Super League record crowd of more than 47,000 at the Emirates. England's Beth Mead got the opener with Vivian Maidema scoring twice as last season's runners-up made it two wins from two. Their boss, Jonas Eideval, says it was a thoroughly deserved victory. I think the performance was that that resulted into that scoreline and I'm very proud of how we bounced back from our performance against Ajax. I think we positioned very well, we played a very good possession game, which made it very difficult for Tottenham to press us. And to the Nations League with a roundup of last night's action, here's the BBC's Paul Serres. Spain were beaten 2-1 by Switzerland in the Nations League in Tharagotham and were Lakanji's first ever strike at international level and an own goal from Barcelona's Eric Garcia helped the Swiss off the bottom of the table where they were replaced by the Czech Republic after they were beaten 4-0 by Portugal in Prague. The Portuguese topped the group with one match, their home match against Spain on Tuesday, left to play. In League B, there were wins for Ukraine, who beat Armenia 5-0 in Yerevan, for Slovenia, who came from a goal down to beat Norway 2-1 in Ljubljana, and for Scotland, who topped their group with one match remaining after coming from behind to beat Ireland 2-1 in Glasgow. A draw against Ukraine on Tuesday will see Scotland promoted. And looking at rugby, New Zealand beat Australia by 40 points to 14 in their final match of the rugby championship and were crowned champions after South Africa beat Argentina 38-21 in Durban, short of the required scoreline to leapfrog the All Blacks. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Foreign Minister Wang Yi tells the United Nations peace talks are the way to end the Ukraine conflict. Rights groups say that more than 700 people have been arrested in Russia demonstrations against the war in Ukraine. And locally, an NGO raises the alarm over a dramatic rise in child abuse cases during the pandemic. That's the news, sports and weather from RTHK. RTHK.